Thank you for tuning in to the Garage Cast. This is your host, Armand Hawker. And uh, yeah, I'm still in the hotel and it's still hot. Anyway, uh, I got some sponsors. So let's, I don't really have sponsors, but I do have sponsors in a way. I don't get kickbacks for this, but uh, let's mention the sponsors. My sponsor for today, just like last episode, coincidentally, is LuLaRoe with Desiree. LuLaRoe is a clothing line, home based out of California. They have leggings, they have skirts, they have shirts, they have men's, they have women's uh, attire, apparel. So this is what I want you to do. Do it right now. Put this podcast on pause or stop it. I prefer you to pause it because then it would seem like, well, you're going to come back, right? Put this on pause. Wait, wait for the instructions, then do it. Don't pause it now. Put this episode on pause. Go to Facebook backslash groups backslash Lou La Roe, L-U-L-A-R-O-E, Desiree Hawker. Go ahead, join the group. Use the promo code GarageCast on your first order, all right? Is that a catch? I don't know. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. First order. First order, LuLaRoe with Desiree. Go to the Facebook group. Look at the clothing. Check it out. If you like something, if you, if you like something, go ahead. Follow the instructions on how to buy it. When you send your invoice, when you, when you, message, uh, when you message her, Make sure you hit GarageCast. Put type in Garage GarageCast so she knows I sent you there. You probably get a cookie or something in your package. I'm not sure, but I'm trying to push some traffic there. It's a very good product. I even, let's be honest, I wore some leggings a few weeks ago. Amazing. Comfortable. They also have uh, some nice stuff for the guys, too. Got me a couple of, uh, couple of shirts out of there. Not too much stuff because it's very, uh, very fashion forward. I'm a plain t-shirt kind of guy. So, yeah. Anyway, Lula Roth Desiree. Check her out. Use promo code GarageCast for August only. August only. GarageCast for August only. All right? Now hit pause and go over there and do that. When you get back, you can listen to this story. So, I talked to uh, talked to Desiree, my wife. What a coincidence. But I talked to her and actually a good story came out of Came out of the podcast. She was on episode 10, if you want to listen to it, to really, I guess, catch up on what what that episode was about. It's really talking about the, uh, Lula Rowe, how she started, why she started, all that kind of good stuff, right? So one of, a person that listened to it, I guess it was her and her husband, they listened to the episode, contacted Desiree, and uh, they ended up uh, signing up. And I think, according to the According to the conversation my wife had, uh, the episode helped kind of uh, solidify the idea of them joining the LuLaRoe family and getting into it. It started off kind of slow for them. And I mean, started off slow, you know, first week kind of slow with uh, people going to the group and everything. But now they have their numbers up. My wife talks to them and everything. Uh, So, like, LuLaRoe is great. This is this is going to be a LuLaRoe podcast. But the fact that people are listening to the podcast, which I think is great, people are actually doing something with the information that comes from the podcast, I think is even better. Because I can sit on here and be on episode 3000, and if no one's listening to it and doing anything with it, I'm really just recording my, my, uh, my, I'm recording my voice and putting it, putting it into, uh, sending it out into the internet 
to be out there forever and ever and ever, right? But the fact that somebody listened to this, listened to that episode and did something with the information, made a positive change in their life, I think is absolutely great. Uh, I'm not going to, well, let me know if you want to know her name or you actually, you know what you do. You contact Desiree if you go to the Facebook group and do it. But yeah, uh, the husband, I think, was the one that was kind of on the fence. But after after uh, he listened to the podcast, he was really supportive and just said, okay, yeah, I think it's a, it's a good thing. And that was a lot of what I saw when I went to the convention. Uh, was it last month? I don't know. Uh, I went to a convention in California, the LuLaRoe thing. A lot of it was uh sometimes well because the wife right it's kind of marketed towards females so the wife is like yeah yeah let's do it and not that the wife can't do it without the husband but it's so much better when the husband says oh when the husband becomes invested and then goes oh okay yeah it does sound like a great thing let's do it it's always better to me to have two three four people trying to push forward rather than one so the fact that uh, the fact that those guys listened to this episode and actually uh, bought in and bought in, it's not a, not a gimmick, but they actually uh, launched their uh, Facebook page. And uh, I think that was pretty good. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome story. Uh, like I said, like I said, it's always great to hear uh, to hear when people to get that feedback when people listen to the episode. Uh, or the podcast period and they and they react to it in that way i think it's great they uh they messaged my wife and uh i talked to her talked to her a few days ago and she brought it up so i had to mention oh matter of fact let me mention these guys hold on hold on let me find it give me a give me a second here i'm working with a macbook over here all right there it is so who is this? Uh, Lula Ro. Ooh, Jeez, I might just have to put this in the description. Lula Ro Liz Wilhoff. That's who it was. So I don't know if they know. I'm pushing it out now. Who cares? It's all traffic, right? But yeah, those guys uh, contacted my wife, and I thought I thought that was pretty. Thought that was pretty interesting, man. Pretty cool to get that kind of direct feedback because I'll get feedback on the show, but it's never. Well, at least not yet. Twenty what thing? Twenty two episodes or something. It's never really. It's never that caliber of of movement. People say, "Oh yeah, I like what you were talking about," and that was funny. But it's never really a. Uh, after after you talked about that, I went out and did something about it in my own life. Anyway, uh, I just had to share that story with you. I thought it was pretty interesting. So I'm still here. I'm still in the hotel, which. Look, let me tell you something about a hotel, right? It's cute. It's great and all. But after after about two weeks of living in a hotel, you just want to be in a home. You want to be at your house or uh, even if you could rent a space Not that's not a hotel. Yeah. Yeah, because I've stayed in hotels that were uh, essentially apartments, upstairs, downstairs, eight, nine hundred square feet. I mean, just it was it was a hotel kind of like a maybe an extended stay but i've stayed in those and those felt a lot more homely aside from living out of your suitcase but yeah the hotel life you can have it i just i'd never feel comfortable sitting on a couch that i know that at least seven thousand other people have sat on probably naked probably sweaty 
let's just I'll just leave that there for you. Just to, I mean, think about your own couch. You've done some gross stuff on your couch. And now you're going to a place that rents these places out weekly, daily, monthly, and you're sitting on that couch. That's the stuff that goes through my head. I don't have uh, OCD or any of that kind of stuff, but I definitely, I definitely think about that stuff. That's why I'm not a fan of the hotel. Hotel, maybe a week, eh, and we got to get out of there. Anyway, um, yeah, so I'm here. I'm still doing it. Uh, I'm getting kind of up there in the weight. Well, I'm still up there in the weight. So what I'm trying to do is uh, work on my fitness. So once again, and that's the thing, and that's another drawback, I think, to the hotel is usually there's not a uh, cooking facility in the hotel unless, yeah, you get an extended stay or something where they have a kitchenette. But I'm just in a regular typical hotel you know we know this one this one doesn't even have a microwave the last hotel i was in had a microwave so you can kind of get around it you know you can you can make something oatmeal you could do something right this place nah just a uh there's a <laughs> there's a refrigerator uh and there's kit kats in the refrigerator i guess they come with the room and there's a chinese restaurant downstairs mind you i don't have a car it's 187 degrees outside so I'm not necessarily walking somewhere to get some snacks and some dinner. So I'm kind of stuck. Only thing I can really do now is uh, really just walk. Uh, there's a gym here. So I do the, a little bit of weight training that I can do. Nothing crazy. Just because usually the hotel gyms, are uh, those are pretty uh, pretty basic. And there's nothing wrong with that. But, uh, yeah, I might have, to, might have to step it up. Let Luke tell me. You know, I'm up here wasting my time. But yeah, man, just that's the hardest thing I, I see is in these in these hotels is, is what you're eating. Right. Because everybody wants to lose weight and everybody wants to be slim and trim and muscular and all this kind of stuff. But yeah, I think it. Uh, yeah. Check YouTube. I think it all starts in the kitchen. How much weight you eat, how much uh, how much you weigh. But yeah, the drawbacks of being in a hotel and uh, it being hot. And uh, you being over being in a hotel. So, yeah, speaking of working out, man, look, this this, this is going to be between me and you. If you ever do legs, right? And when I mention do legs, you're squatting, you're uh, eh, maybe deadlift, right? But squats, uh, uh, I can't even think, squats, lunges, uh, the oh, what's that thing called? Leg press. Look, man. Everybody in this world, everybody in on God's green earth knows that if you don't work any muscle group, right, let alone legs, guess what, buddy? If you exercise them, if you if you work that muscle, it's going to be sore. Why are these people telling me for the whole week, the entire week that the legs are sore? Oh, man, my legs. Oh, goodness. Slow down my legs. Oh, my legs are hurting. Oh, these stairs are killing me. I get it. And then when you give them the answer, here's a secret, ladies and gentlemen. If your muscles muscles are sore, legs, if you, if you ever weight train or bodybuild or any of that stuff, your legs get sore. Any muscle, uh, muscle, muscle group that you don't uh, exercise often, it gets sore, right? Because lactic acid buildup and all this stuff. This is how you fix it. Are you listening? This is how you fix it. One, first off, make sure you have enough water. You know, whether some people say uh, <clears throat> half your body weight in ounces, uh, 
And then that depends on, you know, where you live. So if you live in a place that's very hot, you, you, you're going to definitely need that probably plus another quarter of that. Uh, some people just go with, oh, I'll just drink a straight gallon all day. And some people, they just don't drink enough water, what, whatever. Make sure you have enough water. Step number one. Step number two, you know, you get rid of sore muscles, exercise that muscle group more often. So then the muscles, they, they, basically, they basically get used to, the, used to it. And then in turn, the muscles aren't sore for three days, you know, or three days after the workout. But my number one cure for sore muscles, lactic acid buildup, trying to break that stuff down. My number one uh, cure, remedy, oh, pardon me, that was rude. My number one remedy, roll it out, stretch. Two things that I did every uh, after every workout at the peak of my fitness, I stretched and I took that uh, whatever roller they had. I don't I don't care for the actual foam rollers, and that's probably because I'm just too heavy for them. I feel like I smash them. But if you have the uh, the hard plastic, I think I think they're getting over on us. Just, it's really just PVC pipe. If you want to go get your own, just go to a hardware store and get some PVC pipe. Or you can use a uh, actual dough roller. I've seen those used before. But just roll your legs out. Roll whatever muscle group it is out. And that soreness is not going to be there for the duration of the week. And some people, you know, work something now. Like, I'm still sore from two days ago. Well, heal your body. You're breaking your body down. You're doing all of these things to break the muscle down to, so it can uh, build back up. You're stressing your body. Do something to uh, help it out. And then that goes all that also goes into, you know, diet and all that kind of stuff. Because there's certain foods you can eat to help hydrate your body. You can eat a lot of fruit if you're worried about uh, fruits and vegetables. If, to, uh, if you're worried about keeping enough water in your system, right? But these people, they just tell me about their freaking legs. I don't care. I'm too old to care about your legs, man. I get it. And the funny part is, the uh maybe a day or a couple days yeah i did it on the weekend i did legs on the weekend i did regular stuff i did lunges i did leg extensions i did leg press i squatted guess whose legs were sore mine your host but mine were sore guess who didn't tell anybody about it me because it's an old story man nobody wants to hear it and it's not it's not as if, you know, I, I was working out with somebody that ran me through something. And then I go, oh, man, that was that was a heck of a workout. You know, now I'm sore. I'm broken all over that. No, it was at my own pace. Good old fashioned 10 by not 10 by 10, but three sets of 10 to uh, to break the body in. Because I'm trying to get back into weight training at all. One, I can stay out of this hotel for longer. Right. Because I'm out. I'm at the gym. I'm working out. One, I can stay in the hotel. Or stay out of the hotel. And two, I can get back into something that can occupy my mind and my time. And then the ultimate benefit, right, is being more physically fit, which I think everybody should do. And then you don't have to be some muscle-bound person. Like tonight, after this podcast, I'm going to lift and then I'm going for a walk. Easiest thing. Not the lifting, right? Because you have to actually, oh, I got to figure out what muscle group and, oh, man, Oh, I want to go. I want to go use the dumbbells. But someone's using those dumbbells. When all else fails, everything else fails. Nothing else is working. Then your physical fitness goals. Put some shoes on. Get your keys, and walk out the door. 
and just walk. I do mine for miles. So I'll hit a certain mile, uh, mile mark or uh, go get a certain distance. I'm sorry. And then I turn around and I come home. And you know what? I try not to waltz while I'm out there. I don't speed walk either, but I walk like I'm going somewhere, you know? Raises the heart rate. I got this old uh, Fitbit here telling me that, uh, telling me what my heart rate is, or at least estimating according to studies. Uh, yeah, so I just try to walk a certain amount of miles, which in turn is a, a certain amount of time for me on average. It's uh, maybe 30 minutes, right? But I try to walk that every day. I didn't do it yesterday because I did four, three or four days in a row. I said, I'm off today. Nah, I'm not doing it today. But uh, yeah, if nothing else fails, number one to me, and I think I just said, yeah, diet, diet, diet. But you can always change what you eat because it makes sense. The doctor, it, it makes sense to change what you eat if you definitively know ice cream, fried foods, you know, uh, uh, I don't know. A double the, the double down from KFC, you know, all that stuff's bad. That's easy to eliminate. The most difficult thing I think that people, uh, the most difficult thing for weight loss or just uh, just exercise because uh, uh, I'm going way off topic. But the other thing that walking, at least outside, you can walk a treadmill too. I like walking outside. But the thing about walking outside for me is I'm outside. I'm in the elements. I'm seeing different things every day. It, it kind of frees my mind. It lets me think about a lot of things and just kind of run scenarios and just, it's a different experience. You know, it's kind of like when, it's kind of the difference between trying to study at home or study in a library. When you're in the library, you can focus on something and you and then you're surrounded by, you're in a different environment. It just helps your brain function a certain way. So that's my thing. I think that physical activity is the best for weight loss and then yeah i guess in all in all some sort of uh uh mental health because if you just if you sit around kind of well look at this look at it this way if you want to do something about a thing right and you just dwell in wanting to do something about that thing you're just gonna get sad i i, I believe in my experience because every day, at the end of the day, you're looking at it going, oh, I could have done something today about that. I could have taken, at least I could have taken this step to get closer to the goal of getting rid of that or whatever it is. So at least, look at this, at least if you walk, let's just say six times, uh, six times a week. So every day after work, typically, right, if you have a nine to five, five days a week, right, every day after work, you walk, or before work, depending on when you work, right, every day you walk. Right. And then on your day off, what I do is I try to hit it early in the day because it's my day off. So I'm not going into the office or anything. Right. If I had an office. Right. So my day off, I'm up at five o'clock, four thirty, whatever it is. Raise my heart rate. And then the rest of the day, rest of the day is mine. And then the beauty of it is it's already a weekend. I'm not going to work. If I want to go back to the gym or if I want to go for another walk, I have all that time and the pressure of, uh, oh, man, I haven't I haven't done my walk yet or whatever you want to do. Run. Uh, if you have uh, what the, the, the video stuff on the on the CDs that they sell, if, if you want to do that in your living room, whatever it is. I say six days a week, you know, just get it in. And then 
once you start getting used to that and that becomes part of your life because everybody that's what i was going to say people try to say that you know i don't have time for it in my life which i get you don't unless you find the time unless you make the time so if if you have kids or whatever it is whatever your reason is you have to figure out well how bad do you want it and then you have to make the time and sometimes that's the thing people want the luxury they want i need about 30 to 40 minutes well if that's all you have you have to make it 25 to make up for that other five minutes for your 30 minutes if the time is tight just go for it just do it just try it and if you look at say you say you're doing walks right if you look at your watch you go man i gotta start heading back home all right well cool well how long did you get you know how long how, how long was the walk 15 minutes well right, it's 15 minutes more than you've ever done this week and then the next day, do 15 again, and the next day, again, and again, and again, until you get faster. So now you can understand how to rearrange things, not faster, but you start to get into that rhythm, and then you start to create more time. And all of a sudden, you start pushing you know, meetings back or whatever it is, and you make more time for you. Because when you don't get to walk, ah, you didn't feel like it anyway, but then you feel like you let yourself down. I think that's the science behind uh, workout partners and, you know, uh, running groups. It, it's about accountability with people. But sometimes, like for me right now here, I have nobody, no one to work out with. No one. I have no one to walk with. Every night that I've gone walking, it's been by myself. I throw my headphones on and I just go. And I'll walk wherever I want to, make sure I keep my bearings so I don't get lost, right? But I just go. And there's nobody here, you know, calling me or, you know, expecting me to be there. Sometimes that's the hardest thing. But if I'm out like that, I'll run into someone else most likely. I'm not going to run into him while I'm in my hotel that people have been sitting on the couch in. Ugh, it's so, hotels are so gross. I'm done with them. I'm done. Um, at least, you know, for after I get out of this one, I'm done. All right, I have to stay in this one. But, yeah, so that's my thing is just start to move forward start to really really do something about it right if you want to save money do something about it you know if it's two bucks a day or two bucks a week how about that two bucks a paycheck what's some it's two bucks two dollars more than you what you saved last time you know even goes back to uh Oh, I can't think of the LuLaRoe with Liz I can't remember the name I'll put the name in the description right but it's even like her she wanted to do it, husband backed her in it, and they did something about it. You know what I mean? They listened to the podcast. Even that, you know, searching, uh, I guess searching uh, uh, iTunes for LuLaRoe, and they found my podcast, and boom, there you go. You know, they were doing something to move forward, and it wasn't, everything didn't happen in a day. They didn't, uh, you know, start the page, start the Facebook page, uh, become part of the company, place their order, get the get uh, populate the Facebook group, uh, set aside space in their house to store inventory. They didn't do all of that in one day. It took I don't know, maybe two three weeks for them to actually take do all of these steps and understand it's going to take time to for these things to process. But the thing is, they took a step, and that's that's my goal in uh in, in getting back on it as far as my fitness right. It's getting back to the fitness podcast, right? Fitcast, I should call it. Um, but yeah, it's just 
I sometimes feel like people make excuses and I've been making excuses. I mean, I had, I had a kid, you know, I was, uh, I had a kid and I just found all these reasons to not work out anymore. So now I'm looking at it going one, I need to occupy my time Two, my brain is literally, uh, kind of falling apart because it is, there's just so much of nothing to do here right now. So yeah, I'm trying to get back, man. And, uh, Weight training is second, secondary. I know, I know Luke's going to kill me. Luke Meredith, by the way. Uh, weight training is secondary, but I know it's important. But my biggest thing right now is just uh, hitting that cardio and just walking because it's simple. What equipment do you need to walk? Gym shoes? That's really it. You don't even need music. I like music. It's cool. kind of helps me zone out and just keep going even when I'm tired, you know. But you don't, you don't need anything. You need shoes as far as equipment, and you need some time. And most of our time is available at the end of the day, after dinner, after 6 o'clock, you know, later in the day. Oh, I'm sorry. I keep hitting this microphone. But, yeah, that's, that's, my, that's my 18 cents, right? Oh, and by the way, guess what I don't do? after leg day and after walking i don't run around telling people i'm ah i'm so tired i'm so tired from walking yesterday no i don't because no one cares all people care about is results you look at it check this out we want you to do this right go to uh just go to a search engine or go to youtube or go to instagrams whatever it is right and type in uh all people want to see is results they want to see the guy that lost weight, the woman who lost weight. They never want to see the guy who gained weight and, and now are clinically obese. They don't want to see that. They want to see the results. They want to see something good. And that's that's where my focus is. I'll just look at it and go, if people look at me and go, ah, why, are you, why are you so tired today? Ah, I didn't get enough sleep. Because I didn't get enough sleep. The reason I didn't get enough sleep is because I was out walking. But I don't have to go, oh, man, I'm trying to walk. I'm trying to walk more, get my cardio up. No, no one cares about that. Oh, you didn't get sleep? Oh, yeah, I'm having trouble sleeping too. Just remember that. Let's just stay focused, right? Because, oof, I need to be focused, right? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm on my soapbox telling you what I need to tell myself. But anyway, so, yeah, I'm still here, man. And uh, working on that is fun. I got a little time here. I'm away. Uh, I'll be over here for a little bit, and um, just trying to just trying to make sure I, I take full advantage of what I can do here. That's why I'm doing all these podcasts. I thought I was gonna let it slide, but now nah, I'll do them while I can. I won't. There's going to be a time where I won't be able to do them. I could, but it, it talk about having trouble doing them it it would almost be impossible um but yeah man just whatever you're doing whatever you do just do it people want to see the results and once they see those results they'll get into asking you um how'd you do it you know what all did you do because think about this if you lose all this weight or you start building muscle and you get lean or or even if you, because uh, it'll happen for me, even if you exercise and you actually just become happier, more just positive and just, oh, let's go, let's do it, let's do it. 
people can pull you aside and go, you know, what's what's going on with you? Why I, I started noticing you're you're changing, and then that's when you give them a little back. So, well, this is what I did. This is what worked for me, and uh, it can be contagious. You'll get people that want to roll with you and they'll fall off. Some of them will stay there, man, which is great, which is what I need to do. Tomorrow, hitting the gym. All right, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, What else? Oh, how did I forget? How did I forget? If you are, if you follow the Garage Cast on Facebook, you know there was a a great, uh, how do I say, the escape of 2016. So I was, <laughs> so I was in a hotel, right? And uh, the hotels over here are kind of multi-purposed, if you understand what I'm saying. So I'm in my room. This is a couple of days ago. So I'm sorry. Yeah, if you go to the Garage Cast on Facebook, I think uh, Facebook backslash the Garage Cast. If you go to Facebook backslash the Garage Cast, you'll see. I got people outside my door probably telling me to stop talking so loud. But if you go to to the Garage Cast on Facebook, you'll see I uh, posted a couple videos. So I'm in, these, I'm in this hotel. There's a few of us staying there or whatever, right? So um, I'm just in there on the computer, bebopping around. It's pretty, it was late, maybe 9 o'clock or so. It was pretty late. You know, I was probably going to uh, get up, uh, get up and go ahead and go to bed and everything. So I get a phone call, and the guy on the other end says, he says, Armand. I says, what? He says, where are you? <laughs> I say, I'm in my room. Where am I supposed to be? Straight up, this guy says, the, bu- <laughs> the building is on fire. You need to get out now. And I said, what? He said, the building, it's on fire. Let's go, man. I'm downstairs. I'm outside. You got to get out. So me thinking, initially thinking it's a joke, right? But deep down inside, I said, eh, let me let me throw some shoes on, a shirt, and, and uh, start heading out. So, you know, I grab my phone, grab my wallet, and uh, I go to the hallway. So I leave. I grab my key, boom, and I leave. Um and the funny part about it, you know, in a hotel, there's uh, uh, these things called uh, shucks, fire alarms. Yeah. And I don't know why, why it works like this, how it works like this, or if they're even tested here. But there's no fire alarm on my floor. There's no bell ringing. So the fire was uh, quite a few floors down for me. Uh, so I go outside. I'm listening, going. I don't hear a fire a fire bell. I don't hear a fire alarm. So I grab the other guy that's up there with me, knock on his door. He comes to the door. I'm like, hey, dude, we got to go. Uh, I just got a call, said the, the building's on fire. And this is after the fact. I find out that he thought I was just playing around. And uh, he's taking forever. So <laughs> I knock on the door, tell him. He lets the door close. All right, man, I'll be out in a minute. I'm like, all right, cool. So I... I start heading towards the stairs to leave, right? And then, because he was taking that long, I'm like, I'm going to leave this guy. And uh, I was like, no, no, no. So I go back again, knock on the door, and some time has passed now. Maybe, ah, I don't know, maybe six minutes, right? But some time has passed. I knock on the door, 
looked towards the uh, the stairwell because the uh, elevators were shut off. I looked towards the stairwell, and one of the, I guess, the security bellhop guys <laughs> comes running up. We were way up there, by the way. Comes running up the stairs in his broken English. He's saying, you got to get out. There's a fire. And he's banging on the door. just France. He's got a radio in one hand with gibberish going over it and, you know, just all kinds of traffic going over it. He's banging on the doors, every, all of them. I don't even know if he, he probably was having a list. I wouldn't, I wouldn't go by a list either, but banging on the doors, you know, hey, you got to get out. He's talking to people. And that's when the guy, the guy that comes out, the door that I knocked on, that's when he comes out. And I go, hey, pardon my French, we got to fucking go. The goddamn building's on fire, man. And he's seeing this guy run behind me and he's banging on the doors and everything. He says, oh, shit. He runs in, I guess, uh, grabs his wallet or something. And uh, we go booking it downstairs. And we're we're not uh, we're not at the top floor of this place, but we're booking it down quite a few flights of stairs, man. And uh, you know me. I got the phone going. I'm recording everything because the, and that's the funny part. Well, it's not funny, but I thought about it when I first went down uh, or I first was going down before the guy came out of his room. I went and I went and I opened the door and I said, Ooh, what if it got, it got scared. I said, what if I'm trapped up here? Cause the fire was below us. I said, what the heck am I going to, how am I going to get out of here? Cause mind you, this place doesn't have fire escapes, which I think is awfully weird. Or maybe, I don't know, do Holiday Inns and, uh, uh, I don't know, what, what else do they have? Do they do hotels in America? They have fire escapes? I don't know. I don't think so. Oh, whatever. But <laughs> fire escapes would never are never more important than when a freaking fire is happening in the hotel you're in. Then you start going, hey, man, where's the fire escapes? But uh, so I'll grab the guy and we're going. It's uh, It's us two and then... We go down a few flights and some people start trailing us and everything. So we're booking it. We hit like, you know, about three flights of stairs gone. Boom, 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 boom. We get stuck behind a guy super slow and he's taking up the entire stairway because the stairs, they're not crazy. They're not very wide or anything, but he's taking out. He's he's taking up most of the stairway. And he (laughs) the craziest part, he I didn't think he spoke English. He looks at me square. It goes, hey, man, how do we get out of here? And the shock of, I was like, perfect English. Wow. And I just say, hey, let's go, man. Let's go. So I'm, this, all this happens on camera. I'm recording the whole thing, right? Because it's my, it's my uh, uh, what do they call it? Uh, whatever it is, your last video or something, last recording. So I'm recording all this, man. We get downstairs and uh, we get to the, there's kind of, so there's, if you walk into the main hotel, the main entrance, that's the main floor. And then there's actual stairs there that takes you up to kind of a second floor. Where there's a restaurant and some stuff, right? So we get there. We get to the second floor, I think it is. And, okay, this is what happened. I'm trying to remember it, right? Or you can just watch the video. Um, we get to the first, we get the first floor we come to. It's like the third or second floor, I think it is. We get, we get there and the old man is still in front of us, right? We get there and he opens the door and there's smoke. Like he kind of opens the door and, and kind of darts in maybe maybe three feet and there's smoke. And I go, oh, man, because we're almost at the ground floor. 
So there's not there's enough smoke to kind of block the doorway, right? So at that point, that's when I really got to where I was like, oh, how am I going to get out of this place? So then we go all the way down the, down another flight of stairs, and there's a um, uh, that's the floor I think that was on fire. However, it worked that floor below, I guess the restaurant floor, that's the one that had the most smoke. And we opened that thing. It was it wasn't like backdraft. There was no fire and flames, but you couldn't see anything. I mean, we opened it, and the stairwell kind of filled up with smoke. And you know, you got guys coughed by then. There's uh, there, was, there was us three. There may have been six or seven people in the stairwell all together. Old man, me, and all the other people, right? So we go to the first floor. That's where all the smoke is, right? So at this point, coming down the stairs, there's uh, windows on only on one on the I guess the whatever the outlying wall of the building. So we go to the the, the we go to the third the bottom floor. Smoke is everywhere. So we we literally go. We're, and then by this time, the security guy's coming down, right? Or he's he's coming down or he's with us, right? So we go, well, where are we going? You know, how do we get out of here? So the guy that I got out of his room, he jumps towards the window like, yo, I might jump this bitch. <laughs> and I'm thinking, nah, well, I'm, it, it's go, it, it runs through my head. Yeah, we might just have to jump out this window and deal with a broken ankle, sprained ankle. I don't know, maybe twelve feet, you know, whatever. It'd be worth it to not burn alive. So um, we go back up to the second floor. I think it was the second floor where the where the first door was open with the smoke. <laughs> and once you get about ten feet in, because uh, so you open the door and there's kind of a like a storage area or something, but. You, you had to get through this little breezeway and then it opened up and it looked like the back of restaurants or something, right? They had some, you know, some tables stacked up and uh, beer kegs, the big, the big kegs that you use to, to get the beer out of, right? I don't drink until I don't drink at all, right? Um, so we get through that breezeway and uh, we finally get outside. And when I say uh, the truth is out there, <laughs> there were all kinds of uh, only the fire department, everybody was out there. There were all kinds of hookers <laughs> and just people that you wouldn't think would be there. Uh, they're all booed up, and I still got the camera running. I'm like, yo, I'm documenting this whole, this entire episode. I am recording everything, man. I have to. Why not? I've I've been in a lot of things, and this time I was in a fire that I did not cause. I did not start. So that was a good thing. So, uh, yeah, we finally got outside, uh, met up with the guy that called me, you know, and then uh, and then that, that's pretty much it. So that's my fire story. That's my great escape of 2016 uh, uh, fire story. But the, the, the craziest part was just running down those stairs and not knowing if I'm going to get out. But after we got out, we're like, ah, oh, whatever. Oh, look, the... <laughs> Per capita hookers to to hotel guests is per capita. Well, the ratio is seven to one, and it's uh I think there's a, a bar or a, there's a restaurant or there's definitely a nightclub or something like that. I don't know if it's a lounge technically or whatever, but yeah, when we got out there, it was blatant that uh yeah, some strange things, some something strange for a little piece of change goes on in that hotel. But yeah, man, that's the uh that's the great escape. That's the great 
fire that uh if we go to to the garage cast just go to the facebook page and you'll see that i think i posted two videos on there i think i recorded quite a few but i was like ah that's, that's kind of overkill but yeah man that's the the great uh fire escape i thought i'd tell you that one i thought i'd tell you that story i'm a horrible storyteller but yeah the the when i tell you uh fire escapes are never important until you have to use one or would like to use one yeah that was real i went i I actually thought how am i going to get over this floor that's on fire to uh to get out of this place man anyway so those are the adventures of uh of your uh, that's those are the adventures that i go through and uh i have a i had a motto about a month or so ago just my life but this this is this explains my life because there was always some little thing like that, you know, that just, the, just things like picking up, uh, uh, I have a backpack, picking up a backpack and the zipper's not closed and all your stuff falls out. I'm just like, this is my life right now. Like all of those little things would always happen. And I just go, you know what? It started to happen in that month and uh, regular, regularly enough that I just, I said, I'm accepting it. That's it. It's not going to be cake anymore. I'm going to have to deal with these things until I get out of here. But yeah. So, oh, by the way, if anyone is concerned, I'm safe and sound, by the way. Right? I'm safe and sound. Don't worry about that. <sighs> All right, man. I think we're going to uh, probably wrap this up. Oh, eh, I won't tell you that one. That one's kind of crappy. Uh. Yeah, so yeah, that's that's what's been going on. Uh, I'm not shouldn't be late with this one, right? I'm trying to figure out when to upload these, uh, when to upload these, what day of the week is the weekend, whatever. But yeah, I'm just trying to uh, trying to get some things, kind of trying to get some things straightened out. Still bring these to you every week, and uh, figuring out my work schedule and uh, when the best time to put these up is. Uh, when the best time to put these up are and uh i think that's i think that's the biggest thing now once i get a uh, once i get a place i think uh, it'll be pretty pretty uh pretty uh my stuttering once i get a place these things will come up more consistently man but right now it's uh, i'm struggling just to try to find time uh find time to do these so uh yeah, before I go, I want to thank you again for listening to this. Uh, check out the sponsor, Lula Rose Desiree. Use that uh, promo code GarageCast, and she'll send you a you know candy bar or something. I don't know. It's hot, so she's probably not going to send you a candy bar. It might melt. Uh, that promo code is only good for August, right? And then next month or so, we'll we'll figure something else out, right? Well, yeah, go check those guys out. Go check those guys. Go. <laughs> Check out the Facebook page, GarageCast, uh, Lula Rose Desiree, and you can find me on Instagram at Armand underscore Hawker, and I will see you guys next week. Thanks for listening.